from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Teach me your ways, O Lord. This response is counterculture, since many will say in their hearts something like, I'll find my own way in life. The only way we can receive the joy of our Lord is by way of a listening heart. In the silence of our heart, we will experience how God shows us the way to reasonable happiness along our earthly journey, that is, to be satisfied with ourselves, our God-given skills, and our worldly possessions. Together, let us pray. Heavenly Lord, may my heart be more profoundly molded into the joyful heart of Jesus. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from an anonymous donor from Kanata, Ontario. This Mass is offered for the living and deceased members of her family, extended family and friends, for good health, and in thanksgiving for blessings received. Our thanks to our donor for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada and beyond to begin a new week by sharing in this celebration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today we commemorate the great, the great Spanish Carmelite mystic, John of the Cross. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of hearts. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who gave the priest St. John an outstanding dedication to perfect self-denial and love of the cross, grant that by imitating him closely at all times we may come to contemplate eternally your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Numbers. Balaam looked up and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe. Then the Spirit of God came upon him, and he uttered his oracle, saying, The oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of man whose eye is clear, the oracle of one who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down, but with eyes uncovered. How fair are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch far away, like gardens beside a river, like aloes that the Lord has planted, like cedar trees beside the waters, 
Water shall flow from his buckets, and his seed shall have abundant water. His king shall be higher than Agog, and his kingdom shall be exalted. Again, Balaam uttered his oracle, saying, The oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of man whose eye is clear, the oracle of the one who hears the word of God and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down, but with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. The word of the Lord. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. According to your steadfast love, remember me for your goodness' sake, O Lord. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. Teach me your ways, O Lord. your salvation. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, 
I will also ask you a question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued among themselves, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Mass, or the Eucharist, has been at the center of the life of the vast majority of Christians almost from the beginning of the life of the Church. Although the rituals, and even to some degree its various parts and structure, have changed over the centuries, and today take on a variety of forms, its fundamental meaning has remained the same. In our own lives, that meaning can and does change. When I, for example, was in grade school and high school, I served Mass on a regular basis in our parish church. It was one thing to serve a priest saying Mass by himself at a side altar, and quite another to be part of the music, lights, flowers, and general excitement of the solemn celebration at Christmas of Midnight Mass. I was always deeply impressed and moved by the great attentiveness and devotion with which the Mass was celebrated in the seminary in Quebec City, where I first studied theology. Although the Mass at that time was in Latin, we all knew enough of that language to be able to follow and participate in it with little difficulty. On Sundays, at solemn high Mass in the Baroque-style Cathedral of Quebec, I took part with other seminarians as a member of the choir. I could mention other situations in which my experience of Mass took on other dimensions of meaning. My ordination in First Mass, attending Mass at a Trappist monastery, or in St. Peter's in Rome, or in some other famous European cathedral. And perhaps most touchingly, presiding at the funerals of my parents, and my two brothers. I thought of all this as I was wondering about our individual and shared experience of Mass in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. For some, this has meant celebrating in churches while following strict public health protocols. For others, it has taken on a virtual form. In either case, our experience of it has been different, even while the Mass itself has remained the same. For many, especially for elderly people living on their own, the pandemic has brought with it a whole new experience of loneliness, and even, in some cases, of abandonment. The more virulent the virus has become, the more urgently have we been encouraged to stay in our homes and to restrict contact with others to a minimum. The Mass, by its very nature, is a social event, a community event. It's not something that the priest does on his own for the people, 
but rather something that he does with them. Together, he and they offer God worship and praise and seek God's healing and consoling presence in their lives. Christianity is profoundly social. St. Paul insisted in letter after letter that believers are not isolated individuals, but members of the people of God, the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit. In sharing in the Mass at home, we're invited to think of all the people in our own parish or city, region or country who are doing what we are doing and to join ourselves spiritually with them. Even if we don't see them, they are there and the bond that unites us to them is being deepened and strengthened by our common prayer. The sense we have of our unity with one another comes to a high point in the breaking and the sharing of the consecrated bread and wine. In the second Eucharistic prayer, the priest prays in the name of the whole community that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. To receive the Eucharist is to receive, is to deepen our relationship with Christ and by that very fact with one another. As we draw closer to Christ, we are drawn closer to believers everywhere and especially to those who are participating with us in the same celebration. This is true whether we are able to receive communion in its sacramental form or spiritually. We together with our fellow believers and Christ form what St. Augustine liked to call the whole Christ. As the pandemic has brought loneliness for some, for others it has brought fear and increased anxiety about their health and well-being and about that of their loved ones. Much of the Mass is in the form of a great prayer of praise and thanksgiving in which we recall some of the many reasons we have for giving thanks. The most important for the, of these in the eyes of faith is the person, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Of him it can truly be said that he is God's gift to us. He came among us some 2,000 years ago to reveal God's plan for our salvation and by his self-giving unto death to open for us the way back to the God from whom we have come. In the Mass, we recall the words of Jesus over the bread and wine at the Last Supper. This is my body given for you, my blood poured out for your salvation. St. Paul invites us to focus on the self-giving that was at the heart of all that Jesus did and suffered. Christ loved us, he says, and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. The Eucharist is the sacrament of love. It celebrates, gives thanks for, and renders present among us his self-giving love, the love of Jesus, the love that defined his life and it came to a climax in his death. In raising him to the fullness of life, the Father both responded to that love and made it possible for us to share in it. The Eucharist, commemorating as it does both the death 
and the resurrection of Jesus is a sign and sacrament of hope. The last word about Jesus and about us is not death, but life. As people of faith, we are invited to entrust ourselves into God's healing and merciful hands and to become in the way we relate to others signs and instruments of that same mercy in their lives. As the sacrament of love and hope, of mercy and forgiveness, the Eucharist is inexhaustible in what it is able to offer us at different moments of our lives, including the present moment with all its once-for-a-lifetime challenges. This is true, whether we are able to be present at it physically or participate in it virtually in our homes. Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all of us that are sharing in this Eucharist will deepen our unity with Christ who gives himself to us as the bread of life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those in our daily TV Mass Intentions book, that during this Advent season, our Blessed Mother may intercede with her Son on their behalf and on behalf of all those seeking hope, joy, and love. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are isolated and feeling lonely at this time, that they will experience the presence of Christ in their hearts and in the kindness of family, friends, and neighbors. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For people suffering from the effects of the pandemic, whether physically, psychologically, or economically, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mingling of this water and wine, we become partakers of his divinity. Became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Gracious God. Wash me. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the glory of the Church. Look upon the sacrificial gifts we offer, Almighty God, in commemoration of St. John of the Cross, and grant that we who celebrate the mysteries of the Lord's Passion may imitate what we now enact. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed that his first coming, the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, 
with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory of yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us give one another the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that he should enter my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. Would those of you at home join with me now in this act of spiritual communion? My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. 
O God, who in St. John have wonderfully made known the mystery of the cross, graciously grant that drawing strength from this sacrifice, we may cling faithfully to Christ and labor in the church for the salvation of all. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. If you'd like to sponsor a Mass or share in sponsoring a Mass, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details. Comfort, Lord.